as the two central divisions are looking like the absolute epitome of mediocrity, a simple philosophy should be used. Play your best players. You are locked on MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Hey, look at there. It's my lower third. Please call me Sully. I'm an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for over a decade now, and this is my fifth season here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. How do you like our new graphics? Our new graphic package is coming up. We're going to be talking about both the NL and the AL Centrals, who are both confusing. And look, at I know this sounds like a basic point of view, play your best players, but it's kind of sort of novel. And it's something that all the teams should be doing right now because a win here or a win there could be the difference between a surprise trip to October and a completely forgettable season. Uh, follow us at Lockdown MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm your pal Sully. I'm at Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Talked about this a little bit the other day that the Central is just an, both the American League and the National League Central have become a little bit of a scrum. Now, in the, the Brewers and the Pirates were dead even just a couple of days ago. The Brewers have won two in a row, and the Pirates, man, they lost, uh, let's just call it, let's be honest and call it what it was, a heartbreaker to the Texas Rangers. One, I mean, heartbreaker if you are a uh, Pittsburgh Pirate fan. I know Ethan Smith of Lockdown Pirates had his heart, you know, just absolutely crushed Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom style. And they had the bases loaded and one out in the eighth inning in a three to two ball game. The Pirates did. They were trailing by one run and everything went the, the Rangers way. And they held on to that three to two victory. Will Smith came out of the bullpen and got a five out save for the Texas Rangers who are, you know, quite happy. Thank you very much to hold on to their current lead in the American league West. Uh, meanwhile, the other, the, the Astros were in full charging of the Hill mode, uh, got blanked by Hauser today and the Milwaukee Brewers. The final score on that one was uh, four, nothing. The big, the big hero, Willie Adamas, whose name is going to come up in this conversation. Willie Adamas, the, the conversation I'm going to have for this, uh, for what the strategy of the Central should be. Adamas got the big home run. Brewers won that game. Uh, it's an important game for the uh, Brewers to hold steady there. But the, And by the way, also the Cincinnati Reds absolutely torched the St. Louis Cardinals. There's a reason I'm bringing all these games up. In about a week, we're going to have Memorial Day. Memorial Day is roughly the one-third mark of the season. Now, some of the teams have already hit the one-third mark, but it's more of a psychological thing. It's more of a psychological thing that you get to that, that first break. And you're seeing that in both the AL and the NL Central, there are no runaway winners. 
We had Brandon Warren on yesterday talking about the Twins. Now, the Twins did win today. They won big against the San Francisco Giants. The score was, I think it was 7-1, 7-2 was the final. Uh, Ryan pitched well. Ryan's having a terrific series this season for Minnesota. So the Twins, with that victory, you know, they, they, they're holding steady there. But they're only a few games ahead of Detroit. They're only about four four games in the loss column ahead of Cleveland, who we know is a talented team. Uh, the White Sox, who won today, defeating Cleveland, we know they have talent on that team. And it's funny. The White Sox are currently playing 4-12 baseball. They look exactly like the team that has to sell everything that isn't nailed down because they have a pretty – weak farm system right now and maybe the Tim Andersons and the Dylan Ceases and maybe the Andrew Vaughns of the world, you know, the the Luis Roberts, the Eloy Menaces, maybe those players could be sent out into the world and prospects would be brought in. But here's the rub. They're only six games out in the loss column out of first place. And with all that talent that just rattled off, it's not inconceivable that the White Sox could go on a, a good roll. I think the only team in the American League Central where it's completely inconceivable of them doing well is Kansas City at this point. And then we look at the, the National League. We, we know how close Pittsburgh and Milwaukee have been butting heads. It looked like for a while St. Louis was riding the ship. It looked like they were going to maybe stampede back to the first place, but they had the doors blown off the dump today by the Cincinnati Reds. and. The Cubs, you know, the Cubs have uh, have some firepower. And with all of those teams so clumped together, approaching the one-third mark, it is not unrealistic for any team, including the Cincinnati Reds, who are in, you know, tied with the Cardinals for last place, but actually ahead of the Cardinals in the loss column. It's not inconceivable for any of those teams to take a look at themselves and say, what if we win? What, what if we do it? What if we try? Now, a few, it wasn't that long ago that Christopher Morrell, who played 100 some odd games with the Cubs last year, had a little bit of success, showed some pop, 16 home runs in his limited time with the Cubs, was floundering in the minor leagues. They sent him down to the farm to start the year. Up he came, and he has been a one man wrecking crew hitting nine home runs in his first 13 games with the Chicago Cubs this year that and the uh the Cubs wound up doubling up the uh New York Mets four to two and while Burrell was not the star of that game he did contribute with a hit and it was you know Swanson got a big got a big hit as well but they called him up now, why was he in the minor leagues? Did he have a bad spring? Were they trying to extend his eligibility for free agency? I don't know the answer to that. But he was doing a good job, and he's given the, the Cubbies a little bit of spark. They didn't have to make a trade. He was sitting there just waiting to be brought up. And now they have found that spark, and it didn't cost him any players. It didn't, it didn't cost them anything other than a recall. 
So, you know, here's the deal. These teams have players in their farm system. They may not be calling them all up for this reason or not, but there is a mentality that I think has to happen with these teams, especially when they could be a potential team to upset. You have to fill your current roster with only the top players in your system. Again, that sounds like uh, absolute, uh, you know, absolute no-brainer. But the strange thing is, it's kind of a brainer. People are acting like, well, you know, you got to be, you got to keep some of these people, play some of these people with kid gloves and everything like that. And I say no. If you, if you're not sure where they're going to play, figure it out. The Pittsburgh Pirates need a spark in their offense. We've all see it. We all see it. I saw it today. Bases loaded. Now, can they acquire Mike Trout? Can they acquire Ronald Acuna Jr.? No. They have Henry Davis sitting in double A for the Altoona, uh, the Altoona curve. And he is batting with an OPS of 1.072 and already has 10 home runs. He's their catcher. He's their big stud prospect. Number one pick overall a couple of years ago. Why is he in Altoona? Bring him up now. Put him in the lineup. Now, if it doesn't quite work, you can kind of say, okay, he's getting a little overwhelmed or whatnot. So say, okay, put him back down. Work with him so it doesn't mess with his head. But if you bring him up and all of a sudden it turns out, hey, we have a potential major league hitter just sitting in our system in Altoona when they needed one against Will Smith in the Texas Rangers, then that is a waste of talent that's happening. And I'm going to address a lot of that in the second segment because do you know what? I actually think people don't understand this concept. And there are teams right now who have to take that point of view. And do you know what? It could turn out to be the difference between a memorable October and none. Now, I also wanted to say uh, one quick thing uh, we have in our trivia question, our trivia question that we had, which was, let me uh, get that banner up. Uh, I think we had the answer. Someone gave the answer on the YouTube page. So let's let's go up to my banners here. And it was, here it is. Who is the only visiting pitcher to win a World Series game in Minnesota? The Twins have been in the World Series uh, three times in their history, and they've lost all the road games, and they've won all the home games except for one. And Court Stell, Los Angeles Caps and Redskins fan, who was a, let's say that three times fast, who was a listener uh, on the YouTube channel, wrote, Hey, Sully, it was the great Sandy Koufax in the 1965 World Series on two days rest. He went up against Jim Cott. Love you, Sully. Love you too, Court Stell. And you are the first person who answered that correctly. So I'm giving you a shout out. 
Miller Thomas here to talk about our new sponsor, Bird Dogs. Because if you're a fan, if you're a listener, and guess what? You like wearing undergarments like pants or shorts because I'm assuming you probably do. Bird Dogs is the way to go because if you're trying to find pants that fit you right, they're comfortable and they're versatile, the best place to go is Bird Dogs because right now I got on a pair of Bird Dogs Bird Dog shorts and this thing is right above my knee, perfect length. They're comfortable. I could do squats in these things. I could hit my lunges. I could go to the gym, work out. I feel like I could go even swimming in these things. And I feel like I could wear them for maybe a week if I was deserted on an island. I think the one pair of shorts I would want is my pair of bird dogs because I think they would make it through all the harsh conditions out there, through the rain, through the storm. And I think I would wake up feeling comfortable. If anything, I could have no food. I could have no water. But as long as I got my bird dog shorts, I'll be okay. And the best part about bird dogs right now, if you go to their website, order some shorts, and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB, they'll throw in a free bird dog, step, bird dog style Yeti tumbler. Great for your bevs, keeping them cold. Great for your soups, keeping them hot. I use my bird dogs tumbler every day. So please go to birddogs.com, use promo code LOCKEDONMLB, and get that Yeti tumbler bird dog style only when you listen to Locked On MLB. Think about the end of the year. How many times have we seen in the end of the year teams bunch together? A team misses the playoffs by a game here or a game there. The Philadelphia Phillies won the National League pennant last year. And they were one game ahead of the Milwaukee Brewers who played golf all October. One game. If the Brewers won two more games any point in the season in 2022, or the Phillies lost two more games at any point in the season, the team that went on to be within two wins of winning the World Series would have been a completely forgotten team. A few years ago, the Seattle Mariners finished the season with 90 wins, but narrowly missed the postseason because it was an absolute scrum for one of the wildcard spots. And it was a thrilling end of the season. But that being said, Think about a win here or a win there. This is why, if you take a look at some of the teams in the Central, both in the American League and the National League, chances are, well, certainly the only way to punch a ticket into the postseason for the Central is to win the division outright. There's no, There's so many good teams in the American League East. The Yankees obviously have talent. The Rays, who beat the Jays today, and quite frankly showed that it's always better to lose 20 to one than two to one. They got, they got blown out the other day, wound up pitching a, a position player, dust themselves off. I was like, well, lost that one. and went on to win today against Toronto. Toronto is still a good team. I think they're going to benefit from firing their manager. Obviously the Yankees are good and Baltimore is still a very good team. And you also know that the Rangers are playing very, very well. Thank you very much. And the Astros are exceptional. To get into the American League playoffs as a central team, you have to win the division. Now, the National League has tremendous teams. But unfortunately, though, for the Padres, they've been wetting the bed, but the Diamondbacks have picked up their slack. The Mets are good. The Braves are good. Chances are to make in the playoffs by way of the National League Central, you got to win the division there too. 
And the way they're all looking, there's no team running away with it. So what does that mean? A game here or a game there. If you fill in the hole sooner rather than later, chances are you pick up an extra game here or there. Let's say how many months they play? April, May, June, July, August, September. Six months. Let's say you've put all your best players in. Your 26-man roster are the 26 best players in your system who are healthy. Not worrying about super this, not worrying about arbitration that. Just say you're always going to put your best 26 who are healthy on the roster. Would that add one more win a month? If you had that extra bat, you had that extra arm? Or that player can give one of your stars a rest? What if it adds just one extra win a month? That swings you six games. Okay, what if it's one extra win every other month? That still swings you three games, of which we see at the end of every year. That's the case. Now, you look up and let's say you are, uh, I don't know, let's say you're the Detroit Tigers and you have Justin Henry Malloy who is currently playing in Toledo and and hitting the cover off the ball in Toledo. But where do we play him? Where do we play him? You know, he's a he's an infielder, he's an outfielder. Where do we play him? He's a third baseman, he's in the out. What do we do? You find a place. You got a DH. You don't worry about that. If you have a chance to get an extra bat in that lineup and maybe one that sparks the other teams, you do it. You know, you take a look at the Cincinnati Reds, who did not go into this season with any way, shape, or form thinking that they're going to be a playoff contender. And maybe they're not. But with nobody running away, you say, well, let's bring up um, Ellie De La Cruz, who's playing well in Louisville. Where do you play him? He's a little bit all over the place. You find the place. Don't worry about that. Things work out, especially with a designated hitter in. You can move people in and out. I mentioned Willie Adamas earlier in the show. Willie Adamas was the starting shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays. And a good one at that. And a young one at that. Solid player. And the Rays saw they had Wander Franco in their system. What do you do? Do you keep Wander Franco in the farm? No. They wound up trading Willie Adamas and fortifying their their pitching staff and giving Wander Franco a shot. And Wander Franco wound up doing the job. And it wound up helping it wound up helping both the Rays and Milwaukee. If you just take the attitude of, hey, look, we just got to put our best players on there and make the team work. That's worked for Tampa. And you see that it's working all the time with them. It also worked for the Astros last year when they filled in a hole with Jeremy Pena, who wound up being a big star. They didn't have to bring back Correa, who, by the way, is showing another injury issue that maybe the Giants and the Mets were onto something. If you have a quality player, I mentioned, uh, you know, I mentioned uh, Davis. 
I mentioned Justin Malloy. You know, I mean, who are some of the other players who maybe called up? You know, I mean, Malloy was being blocked by uh, um, being blocked in the Braves organization by Austin Riley. Now he may get he may get a shot. You know, you see the Dodgers are doing this left and right. They're bringing everybody up. Everyone gets a shot. You know, so you know Gavin Williams of Cleveland is he a great player? I don't know. Let's put him in the let's put him in the staff and see what happens. You know, the Cardinals have Matthew Liberatore, he's who has big league experience. Bring him up. You don't always know what's going to happen, but maybe that player can be that spark. Maybe Andrew Abbott can be that spark on Cincinnati. Oh, I'm sure someone's going to say, don't you know, Sully, he's hurt, he's hurt. Maybe that's the case. But a win here and a win there in a winnable division is the difference between a title, a trip to October, and nothing. And who knows, you could get lucky. You could be the Phillies and run on there, or you could get lose the two games of the wild card series and be forgotten. But at least you're giving your fans something to root for, reason to buy tickets if you just want to think of it in terms of money, and also give the players a taste of hey, we played for something down the stretch and build upon that. The Rays are very good at this. They're always putting their best players on there. And do you know what? Every once in a while, it doesn't work. Or they'll call up some of their really good players, and it will work. If you have potential major league talent just sitting in your farm right now, and you're a central team, you could be kissing goodbye a foundation for a team and a really, really good opportunity to sell a lot of season tickets. Hey, let's talk a little bit about Rocket Money. Do you know what? We all have subscriptions, and we've all been suckered into the whole, hey, the first 30 days are free, and then it's the 31st day, and you're being charged up the wazoo. And guess what? Most people forget about it. And if you ask about 80% of the people in the country how much you're spending on subscriptions, they're like, I don't know, 60, 70 bucks. No, it's close to 200. And times are tough these days. You got to save money here or there. So what I use is Rocket Money. Now, with Rocket Money, it looks up all your subscriptions. And I bet there's a few that you forgot you had. You go find them. The ones you don't like, Rocket Money will cancel them. Just hit the button. Rocket Money will do the job for you. And they can help you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses. So you can easily take care of your budget in real time. And also get some sort of alert if anything looks a little weird. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash lockdownmlb. That's rocketmoney.com slash lockdownmlb. Rocketmoney.com slash lockdownmlb. Now, full disclosure, uh, not all the games are over as I'm recording this. Uh, it looks like right now the, the the Tigers and the Royals are in a classic back-and-forth game 
between two teams where there's very little hope in the American League Central, except it's American League Central, and every team has hope right now. Um, we're also taking a look that it looks like the A's are probably going to lose again. And we're going to talk a little bit later this week about the – it looks like it's for real, and the A's are going to be heading to Las Vegas, which kind of sort of breaks my heart a lot. Uh, the Phillies had a walk-off win against the D-backs. Uh, I mentioned the White Sox blanking the Guardians – and the Braves and Dodgers played another thrilling game. This one was a walk-off victory with an Albies sacrifice fly. Let me tell you something. If this Braves-Dodgers series is any indication of what the National League Championship Series may look like, we are going to be in for one fun October. Now, let's also right now talk, I mean, want to bring up our trivia question for the day. Now. The two big baseball stars in New York right now are Pete Alonzo and Aaron Judge. Pete Alonzo, when he was a rookie, led the league in home runs. When Aaron Judge was a rookie, he also led the league in home runs. And they are both the faces of the both the Mets and the Yankees right now, and they're insanely likable players who are probably going to hit a ton of home runs. And who knows? Maybe be a Hall of Famer when all is said and done. Now, here's the trivia question. Who is the only current Hall of Famer to lead the league in home runs during their rookie year? The only player who is currently, right now, as I'm saying these words on May 24th, 2023, who's currently in the Hall of Fame, the only current Hall of Famer to lead the league in home runs during their rookie year. First one to answer correctly gets a mention. You can uh, mention it via Twitter at Lockdown MLB Pods, on Instagram at Lockdown MLB Pods. You can bring it on my uh, personal handle right there. That's at Sully Baseball, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram, or you can leave it at YouTube where we have our YouTube channel. So, Talking about the airtight central divisions and why, do you know what? Some of them need to bring up all their young players because one game here and one game there is the difference between a forgotten season and that really surprising year. This has been Locked On MLB for the 25th day of May 2023. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.